Hello, everybody. We're back with another episode. Um, so last time w- that we left off, we read, we ended up on chapter five, and we read through it with the uh, the genealogy of of Adam to Noah. So now we are at Genesis chapter six, and we're just going to jump right in. When men began to increase in number on the earth, and daughters were born to them. The sons of God saw that the daughters of men were beautiful, and they married any of them that they chose. Then the Lord said, My spirit will not contend with man forever, for he is mortal. His days will be a hundred and twenty years. The Nephilim were on the earth in those days, and also afterward when the sons of God went to the daughters of men and had children by them. They were the heroes of old, men of renown. The Lord saw how great man's wickedness on the earth had become, and that every inclination of the thoughts of his heart was only evil all the time. And the Lord was grieved in his heart that he had made man on earth, and he was filled with pain. So the Lord said, I will wipe mankind whom I have created from the face of the earth, men and animals, and creatures that move along the ground, and birds of the earth, for I am grieved that I have made them. But Noah found favor in the eyes of the Lord. This is the account of Noah. Noah was a righteous man, blameless among the people of his time, and he walked with God. Noah had three sons, Shem, Ham, and Japheth. Now the earth was corrupt in God's sight and was full of violence. God saw how corrupt the earth had become, for all the people on earth had corrupted their ways. So God said to Noah, I am going to put an end to all people, for the earth is filled with violence, and because of them I am surely going to destroy both them and the earth. So make yourself an ark of cypress wood, make rooms in it, and coat it with pitch inside and out. This is how you are to build it. The ark is to be 450 feet long, 75 feet wide, and 45 feet high. Make a room, a roof for it and finish the ark to within 18 inches of the top. Put a door in the side of the ark. Make lower, middle, and upper decks. I'm going to bring floodwaters on the earth to destroy all life under the heavens Every creature that has the breath of life in it, everything on earth will perish. But I will establish my covenant with you, and you will enter the ark, you and your sons and your wife and your sons' wives with you. You are to bring into the ark two of all living creatures, male and female, and keep them alive with you. Two of every kind of bird, of every kind of animal, of the ground, it will come to you and be kept alive. You are to take every kind of food that is to be eaten and store it away as food for you and for them. Noah did everything just as God commanded him. The Lord then said to Noah, Go into the ark, you and your whole family, because I have found you righteous in this generation. Take with you seven of every kind of clean animal, a male and its mate, and two of every kind of unclean animal, a male and its mate, and also seven of every kind of bird, male and female, to keep the various kinds alive throughout the earth. Seven days from now I will send a rain on the earth for forty days and forty nights, and I will wipe from the face of the earth every living creature I have made. And Noah did all that the Lord commanded him. Noah was six hundred years old when the floodwaters came on the earth, and Noah and his sons and his wife and his sons' wives entered the ark to escape the waters. Pairs of clean and unclean animals, birds, and of all creatures that move along the ground, male and female, came to Noah, and they entered the ark, as God had commanded Noah. And after the seven days, the floodwaters came on the earth. In the six hundred year of Noah's life, on the seventeenth day of the second month, on the, that day, all springs of the great deep burst forward. 
and the floodgates of the heavens were opened, and rain fell on the earth forty days and forty nights. On that very day, Noah and his sons Shem, Ham, and Japheth, together with his wife and the wives of his three sons, entered the ark. They had with them every wild animal according to its kind, all livestock according to their kinds, every creature that moves along the ground according to its kind, and every bird according to its kind, everything with wings. Pairs of all creatures that have the breath of life in them came to Noah and entered the ark. The animals going in were male and female of every living thing, as God had commanded Noah. Then the Lord shut him in. For forty days the floods kept coming on the earth, and as the waters increased, they lifted the ark high above the earth. The waters rose and increased greatly on the earth, and the ark floated on the surface of the water. They rose greatly on the earth, and all the high mountains under the heavens were covered. The waters rose and covered the mountains to a depth more than twenty feet. Every living thing that moved on the earth perished. Birds, livestock, wild animals, all creatures that swam, all mankind. Everything on dry land that had the breath of life in its nostrils died. Every living thing on the face of the earth was wiped out. Men, animals, creatures that move along the ground, and the birds of the air were wiped from the earth. Only Noah was left, and those with him in the ark. The water, waters flooded the earth for 150 days. Now we're at Genesis chapter 8. But God remembered Noah and all the wild animals and the livestock that were with him in the ark, and he sent a wind over the earth, and the waters receded. Now the springs of the deep and the floodgates of the heaven had been closed, and the rain had stopped falling from the sky. The water receded steadily from the earth. At the, at the end of the 150 days, the water had went down, and on the 17th day of the seventh month, the ark came to rest on the mountains of Ararat. The waters continued to recede until the tenth month, and on the first day of the tenth month, the top of the mountains became visible. After forty days, Noah opened the window he had made and sent out a raven, and it kept flying back and forth until the water had dried up on earth. Then he sent out a dove to see if the water had receded from the surface of the ground, but the dove could find no place to set its feet, because the water was all over the surface of earth. So it returned to Noah in the ark, and he reached out his hand and took the dove and brought it back to himself, and he waited seven more days, and again sent the dove out from the ark. When the dove returned to him in the evening, there in its beak was a freshly plucked olive leaf. Then Noah knew that water had receded out from the earth, and he waited seven more days and sent the dove not out again, but this and sent the dove out again, but this time it did not return. By the first day of the first month of Noah's six hundredth and first year, the water had dried up from the earth. Noah then removed the covering from the ark and saw that the surface of the ground was dry. By the twenty-seventh day of the second month, the earth was completely dry. Then God said to Noah, Come out of the ark, you and your wife and your sons and their wives. Bring out every kind of living creatures that is with you, the birds, the animals, and all the creatures that move along the ground, so they can multiply on earth and be fruitful and increase in number upon it. So Noah came out together with his sons and his wife and his sons' wives, all the animals and all the creatures that move along the ground, all the birds, everything that moves on the earth, came out of the ark, one kind after another. Then Noah built an altar to the Lord, and taking some of all the clean animals and clean birds, he sacrificed burnt offerings on it. The Lord smelled the pleasing aroma and said in his heart, Never again will I curse the ground because of man, even though every inclination of his heart is evil from childhood, and never again will I destroy all living creatures as I have done. For as long as the earth endures, seed time and harvest, cold and heat, summer and winter, day and night, will never cease. Now we are at Genesis chapter 9. 
Then God blessed Noah and his sons, saying to them, Be fruitful and increase in number and fill the earth. The fear and dread of you will fall upon all the the beasts of the of the earth and the birds of the air, upon every living creature that moves along the ground, and upon all the fish of the sea. They are given into your hands. Everything that lives and moves will be food for you. Just as I have given you green plants, I now give you everything. But you must not eat meat that has lifeblood in it. And for your lifeblood, I will demand an accounting. I will demand an accounting from every animal and from each man too. I will demand an accounting for the life of his fellow man. Whoever sheds blood of man, by man shall his blood be shed. For in the image of God has God made man. As for you, be fruitful and increase in number, multiply on earth and increase upon it. Then God said to Noah and to his sons with him, I now establish my covenant with you and with your descendants after you. And with every living creature that was with you, the birds, livestock, and all the wild animals, and those that came out of the ark with you, every living creature on earth, I establish my covenant with you. Never again will all life be cut off by the waters of a flood. Never again will there be a flood to destroy the earth. And God said, This is the sign of the covenant I am making between me and you and every living creature with you. A covenant for all generations to come. I have set my rainbow in the clouds, and it will be a sign for the covenant between me and the earth. Whenever I will bring clouds on the earth and, ra- and a rainbow appears in the, cr- in the clouds, I will remember my covenant between me and you and all living creatures of every kind. Never again will the waters become a flood to destroy all life. Whenever the rainbow appears in the clouds, I will see it and remember the everlasting covenant between God and all living creatures of every kind on the earth. So God said to Noah, This is the sign of the covenant I have established between me and all the life on earth. The sons of of Noah who came out of the ark were Shem, Ham, and Japheth. Ham was the father of Canaan. These were the three sons of Noah, and from them came the people who were scattered over the earth. Noah, a man of the soil, proceeded to plant a vineyard. And he drank some of the wine and became drunk and lay uncovered in his tent. Ham, the father of Canaan, saw his father's nakedness and told his two brothers outside. But Shem and Japheth took a garment and laid it across their shoulders and walked backwards and covered their father's nakedness. For their faces were turned the other way so they would not see. When Noah awoke from his wine and found out that the youngest son had done to him, he said, Cursed be Canaan, the lowest of slaves will he be to his brothers. He also said, Blessed the Lord be the Lord God of Shem. May Canaan be the slave of Shem. May God extend the territory of Japheth. May Japheth live in the tents of Shem, and may Canaan be his slave. After the flood, Noah lived 350 years. Altogether, Noah lived 950 years, and then he died. So we're going to stop there today. Um, next, The next episode, we will start at Genesis chapter 10. And there's some. There's, it's going to start getting interesting. Um, not that it hasn't been interesting so far, but uh, there's going to be more things taking shape as we progress through this story of the Bible. And I'm excited to, to dig into this with you. And uh, I thank you all for listening. And I hope you all have a great day uh, or night, wherever you may be. And God bless you. Thank you.